Okay, here we go. Okay, Samach Zayin, Amaral of three lines from the top of the page. Omar Abaye. Abaye says Abaye is now going to ask a question on Reish Lakish, who taught us yesterday that the Karban Pesach may at times be brought in a state of Tumah. Sometimes when Rav of Kal Yisrael is Betumah, and sometimes when the Kahanim themselves are Betumah, okay, in a state of impurity. Reish Lakish brought a source, very important to remind ourselves of his source, okay, so if we look back at the bottom of Samach Vav Amad Beis, two lines from the bottom of the page, the Gemara brought a Pasuk, which says, Vayishalchu min hamachene kol they would send out of the camp all, any Mitzayra, any Zav, and anybody who is Tomei Lenefesh. So we had three categories of Tumah, three styles, we'll call it, of people who became, who became uh, Tumah. Let's remember the, the words of that Pasuk as we start Abayi's question. Three lines from the top of Samach Zayin, Amar Aleph again. Here we go. Amr Abayi says, If it's true that a Korban Pesach is allowed to be brought to Tumah, so why don't we say as well, let the Pasuk only mention a Zav and a Tomei Mace and leave out Metzairah. Why does the Torah need to mention all three categories of Tumah? Now, how would I know all three categories if I only mention two? So Gemara will explain, I'll say, listen, Zav Mishtaleach Metzairah like Koshke, a Zav who sent out of the camps certainly we would say that the Mitzayra is sent out as well. Because a Mitzayra, we're assuming, has a stronger sense of impurity than a Zav. So if you send out a Zav, you're going to send out a Mitzayra. Ella, rather, why did the Torah mention both? Why did the Torah mention Mitzayra? It must be that there are times where a Mitzayra is sent out of the camps due to its Tumah. However, while there's the person who's in a category of a Zav and a Tomei Mace, won't be. The Eze, and when do you have such a story? When would such a thing be possible? When you have a, a person who's bringing a carbon Pesach and he's Tomei Mace. The halacha is, if a person is Tomei, Mitairas Zav, or Mitairas Mitzaira, a Zav and a Mitzora are not allowed to bring a carbon Pesach. But a car, but a uh, Tomei Mace is permitted to bring the carbon Pesach. Okay? So why wouldn't it apply to Zav the same way it applies to Toma? And therefore, says Abaye, here's the bottom line of the question to Reish Lakish. Reish Lakish, according to you, who are you who's using this Pasuk of Tzarua Zav V'chol Tomei Lenefesh to teach me that you're allowed to bring it betumah, then the halacha should actually be that you're allowed to even bring a carbon Pesach while you're in a state of Zav Tumah. And if you, Reish Lakish, will tell me that's taka the halacha, it's not possible, because we learned in a Mishnah, Pesach above carbon Pesach, that's brought while the bringer is Tomei. Nobody, even though they are Tumah, even though they are Tomei, can partake of the carbon Pesach. V'mochlu, if they ate it, peturim. All right, they're not going to get kares, but lamaisa, it's usher. Now, according to Reish Lakish, it should be, per, it should be completely mutter. For a Zav 
to partake the same way a tummy maze can partake. So why does the Mishnah say that it's usher? You just won't get karis. Ella Amr Abai, rather Abai continues his monologue of his question, throwing out a potential answer and keep going at his question. Rather Abai says, Rather, you know how we know that a Karban Pesach is allowed to be brought from a Tomei Mace? We know it from the first Pasuk. Okay? The Chol Tomei. Anybody who's Tomei, the Halacha is, is, a, is a, does not partake during Pesach Rishon, rather brings it during the Pesach Sheni. Okay? Unless you have most of the Kahal. But him came, says Abaye, according to this, continuing his monologue, if so, let the Torah write the Pasuk of any man Why does it say Zav, Mitzayra, V'chol Tomei L'nefesh? L'nefesh Lamali. Just say V'chol Tomei, anybody who's Tomei. Why do you got to say L'nefesh? Like your Tomei Mace. V'chitem, because right now we're saying it should apply to any Tomei. That nefesh is coming to teach me the halacha that is specific dummy maize. Hatami maize who dinitchele pesach sheni. Avoshar tmeim loy that it's specifically by tummy maize. They are permitted to bring a pesach sheni, but by other tumas, you're not allowed to bring the pesach sheni. You just lost out on your mitzvah. Vezehu. Vahatanya. But we learned in a brisa. Yacholayu oisim pesach sheni. Altmeim maizim. I would have thought. I would have thunk. Yeah? That only a tummy maize is allowed to bring a Pesach Sheini, or somebody who was way too far away, and in response to that, the Brisa says, where would you know that a Zav, a Mitzayra, and somebody who, who uh, had Shemosh, had, had cohabitation, with a nido, how do you know that they also are allowed to bring a Pesach Sheni? Talmud Laimar, Ish Ish. You learn this out from Ish Ish. What does Ish Ish mean? Each man, any man who's Tomei, no matter where the Tuma comes from, is still allowed to bring the Pesach Sheni. So what are we learning it out from? Ish Ish? So then what's Bechol Nefesh? Why does it say Lenefesh? Lenefesh the of Achman If anybody who's Tomei is entitled to a Pesach Sheni, why did we mention only Tamei Lenefesh, only a Tamei Mace? It's not true. Must be that it is specific to a Tamei Mace. And when most of a community is Tamei, so then, uh, so that, uh, most of a community is Tamei Mace, so then you're allowed to partake of a Pesach Risha. But the other Tumas, are not allowed to partake either of a Pesach Rishon or a Pesach Sheni. Ending off his monologue, says Abaye, Ella, rather, Hachi Kamar, rather, this is how I'm going to understand all these Psukim. Ish nitchele Pesach Sheni being tzibunitele Pesach Sheni. Here's the way it works. An individual who becomes Tameh is included in bringing a Pesach Sheni. A Tzibur that becomes Tameh is not in the Parsha of bringing a Pesach Sheni, Ella Abdi They do the Avaida, they do the service of the Karban Pesach while they are Tameh. And when do we find that majority of a Tzibur 
can actually be tame. That's the tame mace. of the but. Let's say you have a tzibur. Most of them, however, it happened, some miraculous way where all of a sudden everybody's a matzayir, or all of a sudden everybody has tumazov. So then they're not going to be allowed to take uh, take part of the carbon pesach. So Abayi ends off seemingly to try to prove the opinion of Rabbi Yechanan as opposed to the opinion of Reish Lakish. That ends our discussion from yesterday. To focus on that point, there's a period over here. And now with Amar of Chisda, the Gemara is now for the next uh, half a Amar or so. Um, and we'll continue a little bit more. But basically what we're going to focus on right now is now that we mentioned that a Zav Mitzayra and a Tamei Mace um, are sent outside the Machana, they're sent outside the camps, either in the Midbar, right? There was, we know there was the Machana Shechina, where the Aron resided, the center, uh, the center camp, the Levia, and then the rest of Klal Yisrael. Also, there's the Machana called the Beis HaMikdash. It's also called an encampment. So a Tamei person, a Mitzayra and a Zav, were sent out of the camps. We're going to discuss now the various halachas of what does it mean that these people who these three particular tumas need to leave the uh, the areas of the machina? Omar of Chista. Of Chista says, A Metzaira who sent out of the camp but comes back in. The halacha is he's doing in Avera, but there's no chi of Malkus. We know the Torah tells us, as we're about to say, Shenamar, as it says in the Torah. You know where his dwelling place is? Outside the camps. He's got to sit alone. You see from over here that this that it says, The Torah is writing it as an assay. Instead of writing, you're not allowed to be inside the camps. The Torah writes, this is what you're supposed to be doing. Well, if he doesn't, did he transgress a lav, which gives him malchus? No. He transgressed an assay. The assay is, go outside the camp and sit there. He didn't do that. It's an Avera, but he's not going to get malchus for that because he was mavatal an assay as opposed to accomplishing a lav. That is Rav Chista's halacha. The Gemara is going to ask whether it's taka true that a Metzairah who's sent outside the camp and doesn't go is only Iber and Asay and doesn't get Malchus. Is that true? Eisvei, that's the challenging question. A Metzairah that comes back into the camp, what is the halacha? You get Arbaim. You get 40 Malchus. So before we even read the rest of the Brisa, which we're going to do, right, or, right, right away we see a contradiction. It's Rav Chista. Rav Chista says, no Malchus, because you're only about on Asay. And now this Brisa is starting out, oh, by the way, Metzairah that comes back into camp, 40 Malchus. Let's keep reading the rest of the b'risa, and then we'll come back to this question. Also, a zav and zava, who come back into Machina Leviya, which is a zav and a zava is allowed to stay in Machina Yisrael. They're only sent out of Kuhn and Leviya. They're allowed to remain in Machina Yisrael, right? As opposed to a Mitzayra who got sent out of everywhere. A Tamimais only can't go into the center, the, the Kaidaish, the Kadesh, the Kadesh, but he's allowed to go into Machinet Levi. 
that's not only true with Tamim Mesa, Afilo Mesa Atzmai. Even the dead bodies will have to exist in Machina Leviya. Shnemar, as it says, Vayikach Maisha Esatzvus Yezevimai. Boom, Maisha was a Levi, right? He's the son of Amram and Yechavet. Right? So Maisha's a Levi. He's carrying the bones of Yezev. You see, a Levi is allowed to have a, a corpse with him. Okay. Imai b'mechitzasi. He means it was mamish like with him in his mechitza, in his tent. Okay. Bottom line is, let's get back to our question. Rav Chista says, a mitzayra that doesn't leave all the camps. Doesn't get Malchus. And this b'risa starts and says, a mitzayra that doesn't leave the camps and hangs around in Machina Yisrael is going to get Malchus. What's the halach? Answer the Gemara. You're both right. Tanoihi. It's actually a machlekes tanoim. The Tanya, we learned in a b'risa, Badov Yeshev, the Mitzayra has to dwell alone. Levadoi Yeshev, which means alone he dwells. Shaloyuhu Tumeyim Achirim Yeshevim which means if you have two besties, two good friends that are Mitzayraim, are they allowed to hang out together? No. You need to leave the camp and dwell alone. You can't be even with other Mitzayras. You can't make a Mitzayra party. Send them all out of the same camp. Okay? You shouldn't be Mitzayra their camps. Which means to set up one camp for one and the other camp for the other. Okay? A person whose tummy mace is sent out of the of the of the Shechina camp. A person whose Azov is sent out of the Levi camp. And a Mitzayra has to leave all camps. Divrei Rabbi Yehuda. This is the opinion of how it worked according to Rabbi Yehuda. Rabbi Shimon argues. Rabbi Shimon Aymer Enayt No. You don't need Badad Yeshev um, to, uh, to teach me about the halachas of, of how, to, how a Mitzayra is supposed to dwell. Harehu Aymer. Because the Pesach says. Vayishachu min amachene. Kol tzirua. V'chol zah. V'chol well, why don't you just say that a person who's who's tamei uh, meis goes outside the camp while yomar zov, and you don't have to mention zov on yomar, and I'll say it automatically. Listen, if a tamei meis mishdalchen, if a person who's tamei gets sent out of shechina, so zov and leikoshkin, how much more so would a zov get sent out of uh, of the camp? Now the Gemara is going to explain to us why this is sensible. That if, if a person's tamei meis, he's certainly mitzayra, which is going to. Uh, I'm sorry, a zav that's more strict than a tamei meis should also. We're going to see how you know that. How do you know a zav is more strict? Let's take it as a premise right now that if a if a tamei meis has something, then a zav certainly will have it as well. Lama nemar zav. So if I know that halacha will certainly apply to a zav, why do I got to mention a zav? Litin le I'm mentioning Azov to tell me that, yeah, granted, a Tamei Meis gets sent out of Machina Shechina, uh, Zav for sure gets sent out of Machina Shechina, right? So why am I saying it? To tell me that Azov even gets sent out of Machina Levia. There's an additional camp that he's, that he's sent out of. Well, but Al Yoimar Mitzayra, there's no need to mention a Mitzayra, because the Mitzayra, as we're going to see, is more strict than Azov. And if Azov gets sent out of Levia, Mitzayra also. Mitzayra gets sent out from from Mitzayra's logic. Why do I even got to mention a Mitzayra? 
And for the Gemara, it must be to tell us that a Mitzrayah has an extra camp. He's got to leave as well. He sent that a Shechina, Leviah, and Yisrael. So now I know that a Mitzrayah sent out of all three camps. And now when the Pasuk says he's got to live alone, the Torah is fixing it to Inase. Making it that you're not over a lav like Rabbi Yehuda, rather you're transgressing it as an assay, the fee Rabbi Shimon. Okay? So the question we thought we had on Rav Chista from the Brisa that says you do get Malchus, Rav Chista said there's no Malchus, you only transgressed an assay. We asked on him from a Brisa, the answer is, it's a Machoikas Tanoim. Rabbi Shimon who holds there's no lav. And therefore, there's no Malchus will agree with Rav Chista. And the other uh, Tanas following the other Brisa, and therefore there's no question on Rav Chista, he's got a Gans find a backup in Rabbi Shimon. Okay. Now, that, the reason why we mentioned the Brisa served its purpose, to prove that there's no question on Rav Chista. But now that we mention the Brisa, the Gemara is now going to dissect it and ask on the premise. The Brisa had said, a Zav is more machmir than a mace, and a Metzairah is even more machmir than a Zav. And the Gemara is going to want to know how, how we know that. Who says that a Metzairah gets sent out of all three camps because it's the most machmir, and a Zav gets sent out of two camps because it's less machmir, and a Tommy Mace only gets sent out of Shechina? Okay? Says the Gemara, My Chumrei de Zav mi Tommy Mace. Where do you find that Zav is more machmir? than a tummy mace, that it's more strict. I'll tell you like this, listen. Think about it. If I become tummy mace, how'd that happen? I touched something else. I touched the corpse. I touched the dead body. Is the tumma coming from within? No. The tumma's coming from without. I touch something outside of me, I become tummy. A zav, on the other hand, the tumma is emanating from within me. It's a discharge from the body, and maybe that's what makes the zav more strict of a tumma, a higher level tumma than a tummy mace. That could be the logic. The Gemara says that's not true. Because adarab, just the opposite. Tummy mace chamor, granted a zav comes from within. And Tommy Mace comes from without. But guess what? Tommy Mace also has a stringency. In its seven days of impurity, the, in order to become Tahar, you need the sprinkling of the Paraduma. On day three and day seven, a Zav doesn't need any sprinkling. So, yeah, you found a way that Zav may come out to be Machmir over a Tommy Mace, but I could show you various ways that we're still more strict on a Tommy Mace than we are on a Zav. Omar Kra, therefore the Torah says, Tame. Okay? It says, a Tame mace is Tame. Vichol Tame, anyone who's Tame, the rabbi's Tame Sheretz. That includes even a Tame Sheretz. A person who's Tame Sheretz also has to leave Machane Shechina. If a Tame mace needs to leave Machane Shechina, and a Tame Sheretz needs to leave Machane Shechina, the Zav Chamor 
sharetz. We know for sure that a zav is more chamor than a tamei sharetz. And if a sharetz gets sent out of shechina, there's got to be the next step up. The zav must be the next step up, and the next step up is going to be machine levia as well. Again, says the Gemara, umay chumre. But how do you know that a zav is more strict than a sharetz? We said a zav is more strict. We, we tried saying a zav is more strict than tummy mace, right? Because it comes from within. We responded not necessarily, because we find chumras of mace. Rather, we know that a sharetz needs to leave shechina, so a zav is more machmir than a sharetz. And if a sharetz needs to leave shechina, that means a zav is going to have to leave levia. Says the Gemara. How do you know that a Zav is taka more than a Sharetz? Answers the Gemara, Kid Amar. Like we said, one comes from within, and the Sharetz comes from without. Ask the Gemara, well, the same way I proved to you that a Zav is not more machmir than a corpse, by saying that a corpse has a halacha that you need a sprinkle, there's also a halacha Sharetz has over a Zav, and that is other Rabbah, Sharetz Chamor, Shekeim Metame Ba'inus. A sheretz, a person becomes tamei b'sheretz when you touch a sheretz, whether or not you are forced to touch the sheretz. Well, guess what? How do you become a zav? Only by accident. If it was on purpose, if the discharge, remember, let's go back to uh, Tanida. The discharge of zav, a person has a seminal emission on purpose, you're only a balkeri. A zav is when the, the is when the emission comes out of the body due to travel, overeating, chveis. When it comes out only ba'inus, when it comes out beratzon, when a person arouses their body to uh, to have the emission, you're not considered a zav. You're considered a carry. So you see that zav has a stringency over a sheretz. And a sheretz has a stringency over a zav. So Amri, they said, turn to the top of Amud Beis, ki hai gavna zav nami tumat ba'inus. That over here, a zav also could be tamay ba'inus. There, there is an opinion that if something comes out um, uh, with his will, ki d'ravhuna, d'amar ravhuna, re'i arishayno shal zav metamay ba'inus. That uh, the first sign of a zav can come about through an einus, okay? That uh, if a person creates the, the emission from his body, then you could still take on the status of a zav. Now, so what? This is a big so what. Because now that it applies, bain ba'inus, bain ba'ratza, now that you can actually become a zav, both by accident and by arousal, it's the same as a sheretz. You become tame whether or not you intended to touch the sheretz. And therefore, there's taka no mila of a sheretz over a zav. Sheretz is actually less than a zav. Why? Because a zav comes from within and a sheretz comes from without. And now we can taka say, that a sheretz, which is more lenient, forces a person to leave machina So now a zav, that's more strict, will cause a person to leave machina levia. Period. Gvaldik. Okay.
So, at this step of the Gemara, we've just showed why a person who's Tamei Mace and Tamei Sheretz leaves Machin Eshechina, and a person who's on a higher level of Tumah, called Zav, must leave Machin Elevia. Now, why does a Zav need Machin Elevia again? Again, what do we say? Because it's more Chomer than Sheretz. It's not more Chomer necessarily than, than Mace, but since it's more Chomer than Sheretz, if a Sheretz only has Shechina, a Zav's going to have to leave the next camp, which is Levia. And now let's move on to Metzairah and say, why does Metzairah need to leave all three camps? So here we go. Says the Gemara, My chumrei de Metzairah mi Zav. Why, how do you know that a Metzairah is more machmir than Zav? That if a Zav needs to leave Levia, a Metzairah is certainly going to even have to leave the Israel camp and have to go out on his own. Where, where do you see that a Metzairah is more machmir? Shekin Tom Priya. The halacha is, a Metzaira needs uh, is not allowed to get a haircut. Uprima. He also has to tear Kriya. He has to, he has to tear his garments. But Asr B'Tash Meshamita. And he's Asr in Tash Meshamita. Where Azav is allowed to do all these things. Azav does not need, Azav is allowed to get a haircut. He doesn't need to tear Kriya. He's permitted in Tashmish. Okay? So, that would be the reason why if a Zav leaves Levia, a Metzaira must leave even Yisrael. Says the Gemara, not necessarily. Adarabah, I'll tell you the opposite. Zav Chamor, maybe a Zav has a stringency over Metzaira. How so? If a Zav sits on something, that thing becomes Tameh. And he also is Metzaireh Behesis Atumah. Okay? Heses atuma means even if he's carrying it. That's tame heses. If somebody puts a, uh, um, a graduation cap on top of their head, a flat graduation cap, okay, a zav, and then he sticks a pile of oranges on top of that graduation cap, the pile of oranges are going to become tame. Because the is that a zav is metame something that he's supporting. Okay? So which is a unique halacha to Zav that a Metzaira does not have. So granted, you find that a Metzaira has a chumrah over Zav because uh, it's got, a Metzaira needs to tear his clothing and to not get a haircut, but a Zav also has a maila over Metzora in that he's metame more things. So uh, uh, Metzaira is not necessarily more strict. What are you going to say to that? Omar Kroz Zav, you're going to say the Torah says Zav, the Chol Zav, the Rabbis, the Rabbis, what are you going to respond to me? And you're going to say, oh, no, but, you know, listen, the Torah says Zav, which means any sort of seminal emission is going, uh, is, uh, going to cause a person to have to leave the Machana. Metzairah Chamor, uh, Metzairah Chamor, mi and a Metzaira we know is more Chomer than a Balkari. So granted a Metzaira is not more Chomer than Zav necessarily, but since a Keri falls into the same category as a Zav, and a Metzaira is more Chomer than Keri, so if a Keri is going to have to leave Machin Levia, then the Metzaira who's more Machmir than him is going to have to leave even Machin Yisrael. Says the Gemara, how do you know Metzairah is more Chomer than Balkari? I'll tell you, a Balkari, anybody who has intercourse, 
you got to start tearing Kriya and not getting a haircut. You ever heard of such a thing? No. No such thing. A Mitzayra does. You see a Mitzayra has a, has a, a, a Chumrah over a Balkari. But then I'll say, Adarab, let me tell you something. There's a Halacha that a Balkari has more than a Mitzayra. How so? Balkari Chumrah Shekei Metamei B'mashu. The slightest amount of an emission through an arousal, granted, it makes you a Balkari, but there's a Chumrah in that even the slightest amount that comes out is Metameyu. By a Mitzayra, however, it needs a shear. It needs a measurement. Okay? The size of a bean is a Mitzayra. Uh, for, for, the, for the Tsaras. To be Metame, it's, it, it needs a measurement. So you see that, that Balkari also has a one-up in Chumrah over a Mitzayra. And for the Gemara, Sabalak, Rav Nosen, we're holding like Rav Nosen, the Tanya, Rav Nosen, Aymer, Mishum, Rabbi Shmol. Rav Nosen says the name of Rabbi Shmol, Zav Tzarech Kechasimas Piha Ama. A Zav to become Tomei needs to uh, give off at least Chasimas Piha Ama. There is an amount that's needed. And he says it has to be the amount that when you have the, the uh, opening of what we call in Hebrew the Aver, the Aver means the limb that's unique to males. Okay, what we call the male organ, in order for it to be tamezav, it has to be enough that when the semen comes out, when the discharge comes out, it's enough to fill that hole. So there is a minimum amount as well. The chachamim did not agree with that. The iskishlei balkari lezav, and we compare a Balkari to a Zav. In the same way Rav Nosen holds by a Zav, you're only Tameh if you have this amount. So too by a Balkari, you're Tameh, only Tameh if you have this amount. And the, so now we could say, listen, Kari has a minimum amount. Mitzayra has a minimum amount. So there's no Maila. There's no Chumra. There's no extra stringency that Kari has over a Mitzayra. There's only Mitzayra being stronger than Kari. So the bottom line is, if a keri gets sent out of Levia, a Mitzayra, must, which is stronger, must be sent out of Yisra. It says the Gemara, V'chol Tzarua. Why does it say all Mitzayras? Just say a Mitzayra. It's say u Mitzayra, and a Mitzayra. What is all Mitzayras? How many categories of Mitzayras are there? What does that mean? Emperor the Gemara, you're right. It's not an ideal expression, but we're going to answer you with an ID. Since ID calls of siv nami since it says calls of, it also says calls just to keep the pasuk, you know, flowing with similar language. The Reb Yehuda, and Reb Yehuda who argues shapir kama Reb Shimon. Why taka does he argue on Rebbe Shimon? The Gemara answers who be he says that, um, that this, that a Mitzayra needs to get sent out of, of the camps. Why doesn't he use this halacha of Reb Shimon? Again, what was Reb Shimon? Reb Shimon was that Tommy Mace goes to Machina Levia because Azov is more Tommy than Mace. Right? So Azov now needs to go to Yisrael and a Mitzayra needs to leave everything. Rabbi uses these psukim for the following. I would have thought 
that let's say a zavon and a come in to the Shechina. Let's say you have a zavon and a They're not allowed to come to the base of Mikdash and be part of the carbon Pesach. But what if they did? I would have thought that you're Chayav Karis. Usually, and this is why we, all of us here on the Zoom, don't go up on the Harabayas. We don't go up on the Temple Mount. That's the Psaka, the Gedolim that we follow because there's a potential Chayav Karis. Usually when a person goes up on the Beis HaMikdash when they're Tameh, so they're Chayav Karis. So I would think that these people who push their way in for the Karban Pesach should be Chayav Karis just like the rest of the year. When a Tame Mace gets sent out of the base HaMikdash, they also get sent out. But listen to this. When you're in a time where we don't necessarily push away Tame Mace, like a Karbam Pesach, then ain't Tame Mace Mishtalchen, ain't Zav Mitzarah Mishtalchen. Fascinating. At a time when Tomei Mace is not going to send people out of Machina Shechina, a Zavon and a don't need to leave Levia and Yisrael. Omar Mar, I shouldn't say they don't need to leave. They need to leave, but they're not over if they don't. Omar Mar, therefore the Tana says, Zav the Cholzav, the Rabbis, Balkari, when it says the word Cholzav, that means any Zav include a Balkari. Now, a Balkari usually has a different name. Okay? But since it, you become Tame from the same location and through the same thing, through a seminal emission, it's just coming out a different way. Okay? One's Ba'inus, one's Baratzen. So that's what Bechol Zav is coming to include. which is a proof to and he says a couple halachas. First of all, the mechilais, which are the, the word chal, is like a hollowed out hole. This is referring to holes and tunnels that were underneath the base of Mikdash. It's not considered a place of Kedusha. And also a balkari gets sent out of Shechina and Leviya. Why? Like a zav. The same way a zav is only allowed to exist in Machine Yisrael, so too a balkari is allowed to exist only in Machine Yisrael. That's called zav. Meisvei, that's a challenging question. Balkari kemaga sheretz. We said at first that Balkari is like one who touches a sheretz. My lab lemachane seim doesn't mean the same halacha that the same way a sheretz only has to leave shechina. So too a Balkari should only have to leave shechina. He shouldn't have to leave machane levia. Says the Gemara leilutumasam. No, it doesn't mean that they get sent out of the same camps. They might get sent out of different camps. Rather, it means as far as their level of tuma, meaning they each be- uh, they each become. Uh, Tameh for one day and not all seven days. It says the Gemara, you're going to say that a Keri and a Sheretz have the same level of Tameh, but by a Sheretz, it says Tumas Erev. So the, if, I mean, if the Mishnah is letting me know that a Zavanam and a Keri have the same level of Tameh, any person who reads Psukim knows that already. Pasuk by a za, by a keri says you're tummy you're, you're tahar that night, and the pasuk by a sheret says you're tahar that night when you go to the mikvah. So I wouldn't need a mishnah to tell me that they have the same level of tuma. 
That's totally unnecessary. So when the Mishnah says that they're the same, what would the Chiddush be? It must be, The Chiddush is that they're sent out of the same level of camps. Umar says, no. Wrong. Really, the Mishnah is letting us know they're the same level of Tumah. I, what was our question? Each one has an explicit verse. I don't need the Mishnah to tell me that. There's still a Chiddush. The Valkari Kemaga Sheretz. To teach me there is another similarity between the Balkari and the Sheretz, which is Ma Maga Sheretz Metami Ba'inus. Just like a Maga Sheretz, when you touch a Sheretz, even if it's against the person's will, I didn't try to touch the Sheretz. The Sheretz ended up touching me. I had no intention for it. I'm Tame though. Af Balkari Metami Ba'inus. So too, a Balkari is Metame when? When there's another cause for it. Okay, when there's a cause for a balkari, when there's something's forcing it out, okay, and there's an arousal involved, so th- that's the connection. But it's not telling me that it's the same level of tuma, nor is it telling me that it. Uh, I'm sorry, not, it's not even the same level of tuma. It's letting me know how the tuma comes about is the same. So let's think about it. If it's only telling me how the tuma comes about is the same it may very well have a different halacha of which camps I'm sent out of. Maybe I become Tameh the same way, but a Sheretz may only remove me from Shechina, while a Zav will remove me even from Levia. One more question for this evening. Meisveh, they asked a challenging question, top of tomorrow's daf. Bayal nida ketamimes. We said a person who has intercourse with a nida, it's like a tummy mace. Lamai. Which halacha is a bayal nida like a tummy mace? If you're going to tell me that it's as far as the level of impurity, that the same way a tummy mace only becomes pure seven days later, so to a person who's bayal and nida only becomes pure seven days later, um, that's an explicit verse in the Torah. I don't need a brisa. The Torah says explicitly when you, when you have intercourse with Anita it's seven days and when you become Tommy Mace it's seven days. I don't need a Mishnah to teach me that. Elalav, rather, what's the Mishnah telling me to tell me when it says there's a similarity between Tommy Mace and a Bayal Nida? It must be that they get sent out of the same camps. If I'm Tommy Mace, I get kicked out of Machin I go into Levia. So maybe the Pasuk's telling me, if I'm Bailanida, I get kicked out of Shechina, but I stay in Levia. And if this is telling me that the way that they are similar is by their camps, Reisha Nami, in the beginning, also when we're connecting to Allah of Asheretz, also Lemachin usually it's consistent, answers the Gemara. And we'll end with this, midi, iria. No, not necessarily true. Granted, we usually like to have a Reisha and Seifa flow smoothly. However, you can also say, Hakadisa, Vakadisa. You could say that in the first part of the Mishnah, it's not, it's not uh, when it says that it's the same, it's not necessarily telling me that they get sent out of the same camps. But in the Seifa, maybe it's Taka uh, telling me about being sent out of the camps. Maybe the Reisha is dealing with the level of Toma. The Seifa is talking about 
the camps that they get kicked out of, the ones they get sent away from, we're up to Mesvei, Mitzayra Chamor Mizav, and we're going to pick up from here tomorrow where the Gemara is going to challenge what we just said in that what we just proved is a Tomei Mace leaves Shechina, a Zav leaves the camp of the Levium, a Metzaira leaves the camp of even Yisraelim, and the Gemara is going to ask, is it really true that a Metzaira should be more strict than a Zav? Because if we show ways that the impurity of a Zav over is, is not any weaker than the impurity of Metzaira, what would be the logic that a Zav is only sent out of Shechina and, uh, and, and Levia, yet we're still going to send the Metzaira out of all three? And Bez Hashem will pick up from here tomorrow at the same time.